Have you ever lost your focus during a round only to have it cost you a shot or more? Or maybe you've had your mind go completely blank in the middle of a swing. Though at times it feels like your focus goes up in smoke, you're actually always focused on something. But to play solid golf, you've got to know how to regain, train, and maintain laser-like focus on the right parts of your game. That's why in this episode, I'm going to share three ways you can sharpen your focus so you can hit better shots. She Talks Birdie is for you, the golf enthusiast who wants to discover how to play the game you love better, smarter, and more effortlessly. If that sounds like exactly what you need to take your game to the next level, then I'm so glad you stopped by. My name is Dr. Shannon Reese, and in each episode, we'll take a look behind the curtain in your mind to uncover the simple mindset strategies that will help you play great. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's get started. Focus can be fluid and fickle. Even though you can't nail it down permanently, you do have control over where you point it. It just takes awareness and discipline. Focus is incredibly important in golf because as Dr. Terry Orlick described it, where the mind goes, everything follows. That's exactly how your ball ends up in the water even after you specifically told yourself not to hit it in that direction. Think about how problems have arisen during a round when you've had something or a lot of things battling for your attention. Like being in a cart with someone who is providing you with a blow-by-blow commentary of everything that's wrong with his swing or playing with a fairly new golfer who happens to operate at a much slower pace than you do. Or how about when you're struggling with a glitch in your swing and are constantly focused on how to fix it? Whenever your thoughts aren't entirely on your next shot, it's impossible for you to hit it well, unless you just get lucky. Don't think you can rely on your focus to operate on autopilot and for it to naturally revolve around the right parts of your game meaning the parts of your game you can control. Being passive with your focus will leave it up for grabs and vulnerable to getting absorbed in the wrong things, which will get you into trouble fast. A passive approach to focus will cost you strokes. The opposite is detrimental as well. Trying to focus is not focusing. Focus is a relaxed and directed state of mind. You achieve your sharpest focus when you're paying attention to the fewest things possible. Playing with a mind that is clear of irrelevant thoughts allows your body to be free of tension, enabling you to swing freely and more accurately. If that sounds like something you'd love to know how to do because undisciplined focus has been hurting your game, then keep listening because I'm going to share some recent client examples that will illustrate three disciplines you can adopt to sharpen your golf focus so you can hit better shots. They are how to regain control of your focus, how to train your mind to focus on the right parts of your game, and how to maintain good focus for 18 holes. Lesson number one, regaining control of your focus. 
Sharp focus is tuning into a task immediately before you and nothing else. That's not always the easiest thing to do on the course. Golfers don't have a problem focusing. As I mentioned in the introduction, you're always focused on something. But a lot of my clients tell me that they have difficulty regaining control over their focus when it goes astray, especially after a miss, blow-up hole, or some other distraction captures their attention. This happened recently to my client, Barbara, who told me she'd been losing her focus during interclub matches. Barbara described being up by a couple of holes during a recent match, much to her delight. But then, seemingly out of the blue, her game changed and she ended up losing her lead and the match. If this has ever happened to you, you know how disappointing it can be, and Barbara was pissed. She felt so strongly about the situation because she was at a loss for why things changed so dramatically when it seemed like she was having a great day. Barbara's inconsistency had nothing to do with her swing. The reason for her recent losses was the inconsistency of her focus. Playing with sharp focus doesn't require you to be heavy-handed with your mind, but constant self-awareness of where your focus is pointed, especially during your shot, is critical. As a human being, your focus ebbs and flows from broad to narrow and internal to external cues. Attempting to put your focus into a mental vice won't do anything other than wear you out. To regain control of her focus, all Barbara needed to do was detect the change in the direction of it so that she could redirect it back on track. As we discussed her matches, she discovered that when she became very aware of how well she was performing, her attention shifted. Instead of continuing to remain focused on her next shot, her focus drifted to the end of the match as she began imagining how great it would feel to win. Her focus moved to the future and her perspective outcome, which prevented her from putting her best into the shot at hand. And as she started missing shots and losing holes, her focus on the desired finish line intensified, causing her to give even more shots away. If this kind of focus shift has happened to you, the moment you become aware of it, you've got to take swift action to regain control before you hit your next shot. So often when standing at a dress, golfers find themselves fielding thoughts about the past or concerns about the future. Have you ever been playing well like Barbara and found yourself thinking, gosh, if I can birdie two more holes today, I'll finally break 80. To keep your focus under your control, I'm going to tell you what I tell my clients. Think of your focus power like it's a laser beam shooting out the front of your forehead. When planning and then stepping into a shot, make sure that your laser beam is singularly locked onto your desired target. You want your laser beam pointing you and your game in the direction you want to go. That means that all of your focus is centered on managing a single task. Do you remember the quote I shared at the beginning of this episode? Where the mind goes, everything follows. That's why you must discipline yourself to be aware of where your focus is pointed so that you can regain control and course correct it whenever needed. This is what it means to play with present-centered focus. 
When you catch yourself paying attention to things that are irrelevant to your task, you can refocus it on the things that are relevant. Success with this first lesson will depend on how well you begin paying closer attention to the direction your focus is pointed. Lesson number two, training your mind to focus on the right things. What comes to mind when you hear me say that you've got to focus on the right things? What are the right things? Do you know? And are they the same for every golfer? Generally, the answer is yes. When I refer to the right things, I mean the things that are first, directly under your control, and second, the things that directly contribute to your good shots. And here's a quick tip. Focusing on the technical aspects of your swing while you're playing is not on the list. It's important to know whether the things that you're currently focused on during play are actually things that meet those two requirements, because there are plenty of things that you might be paying attention to that are simply creating clutter in your mind. Some examples of things that create clutter are other people's pace of play, how much your playing partner is talking and what he's talking about, hazards and penalty areas, and your score. None of the items on that short list will directly contribute to better shots, which brings me to a story about Kelly. Kelly lost an end-of-season junior tournament that he was entirely prepared to win, simply because he diverted his focus to a big uncontrollable and sacrificed his game in the process. This big uncontrollable has probably distracted you too. I'm talking about someone else's slow pace. In this particular tournament, Kelly found himself in a group with one player who was operating at a very slow pace. His pace was so slow that it was impacting their entire group as well as holding up the group behind them. Kelly had trained for this type of situation and did a great job of sticking to his pace and process on the front nine. As a result, he was playing just as well as we knew he could under pressure. It was as if he was completely unaware of the others in his group, which was exactly how I wanted him to respond to this type of distraction. When their group reached the turn, a rules official gave them their first warning. They were told that if they didn't get back on pace, they'd get slapped with a penalty. While this wasn't pleasant news, Kelly leaned into his training and rallied to keep his mind focused on his game, his process, and his pace. But when the official came back around two holes later with a second warning, Kelly's resistance began to unravel. He took it upon himself to try to speed up the group by playing faster. This led to some avoidable misses that began adding shots to his score and adding time to his play. In response, he tried to force good shots and play even faster, and the downward spiral continued. Ultimately, his faster pace had very little, if any, effect on the overall pace of his group. Changing his pace forced him to sacrifice his trusted process which directly impacted the quality of his shots. The group managed to avoid the penalty, but Kelly lost the tournament he was prepared to win. When we spoke after the round, I asked him to consider what the outcome could have been if he had stuck to his pace and taken the penalty. He concluded that he would have saved enough strokes to win with a healthy margin. Great golfers don't achieve greatness as a result of perfect focus. 
But because they have trained themselves to be virtually impervious to distractions, they're able to keep their attention locked on the things that are most relevant to good performance. By constantly reinforcing a simple, repeatable approach to every shot, they develop a process that they learn to rely on no matter what's going on around them. Their process keeps their mind focused on the key things that help them play great. As you think about your game, what are the simple things that you know help you play great that you are training yourself to stay mindful of shot after shot? Let me give you some examples of the things I train my clients to stay focused on during friendly and competitive rounds. Using your imagination to paint a picture of a smart shot. Taking the time to select a club that you can trust. Considering how to use things like the wind, the lie, or the slope to your advantage. I want you to make a list for yourself. Start by identifying anything that you know is outside your control that has disrupted your focus in the past and contributed to poor shots. The reason for this first list is to increase your awareness of the distractions you want to be on the lookout for when you're playing. This game will test your focus, so it's important to know what your most common distractions are so you can catch yourself and reset. Next, create a list of all the things you can directly control and that you know help you play better. To begin actively training yourself to focus on the right things, select one or two items from your second list and conduct regular check-ins during your round to make sure you are keeping your mental laser on them consistently. When you actively train yourself to focus on the things that support great play, your mind will be less susceptible to distractions. In addition, knowing the right things on which to focus makes it much easier to get back on track fast. Sharp focus is possible when you keep your mind appropriately occupied. Lesson number three, maintaining good focus for 18 holes. So far, you've learned that if you become aware of a change in your focus, you can regain control and get back on track. You can also build greater resilience to the distractions that occur in golf by training yourself to actively focus on the right parts of your game. Before I talk about the best way to maintain sharp mental focus for 18 holes, I want to quickly address some physical ways your focus might be impacted. Your mind won't be effective if your body doesn't have the fuel it needs to sustain your energy levels throughout a round. If you find that your focus wanes on the back nine, then perhaps you need to consult with a nutritionist about maintaining better protein or hydration levels to sustain your physical energy for an entire round. In addition, when it comes to the physical distractions around you, consider how you might distance yourself from the others in your group. Perhaps that means riding in your own cart or simply having a playing partner drop you off so you can have the quiet and space you need to focus on the right things. Lastly, if you know that keeping track of your score can cause focus problems, then ask someone else to keep it for you. It's difficult enough to maintain a quiet, focused mind with everything that's going on inside you. That's why doing whatever you can to minimize outside distractions will help you keep your mind more clutter-free until you reach your final putt on 18. This final lesson that will provide you with the ability to keep your focus sharp is to compartmentalize it. 
You've heard golfers talk about trying to balance the social and serious sides of golf. I hear about it so often that I teach a full workshop on the subject. The first step to successfully segmenting your focus is to know when you need to dial it in and when you can allow your mind the freedom to wander. The time to narrow and actively direct your focus is during your shot cycle. Your shot cycle begins the moment you decide to start planning your next shot and continues throughout the execution and evaluation of it. Every shot has a beginning, middle, and end during which you want your focus to be on point. The time between shots and holes is when you may allow your focus to widen, relax, and wander. This is the time to enjoy your surroundings and those with whom you're playing. Learning how to transition your focus from one segment to the next and back will help you achieve sharper focus when you need it the most. The resting segment will prevent you from overtaxing your mind by grinding your way through a round. And here's how you can start. One of my professional clients found that the quality of a handful of shots in his recent tournaments were less than stellar due to changes in the quality and consistency of his focus. He asked me if I thought he needed some sort of physical cue to snap his focus on task at the start of his routine, like tightening his glove or adjusting his hat. I said no, and here's why. Both of those physical actions from my client are things that he does without thinking about doing them. They're just passive habits. In order to initiate sharp focus, I suggested a focus cue centered around a specific action. I recommended that he consciously state his intention to sharpen and narrow his focus to his shot, excluding everything else. He came up with an internal statement to use, which was simply, it's time to focus, and he was able to transition into his shot cycle successfully. I describe this process as getting into your bubble. To apply this to your game, imagine that when it's time to start focusing on your next shot, that you open an imaginary door to your bubble, walk through it, and then close it behind you and to everything going on outside the bubble. Think of your bubble as your distraction-free zone, where you operate as if you are completely alone on the course. When you've completed your shot cycle, consciously open the door and exit the bubble to rest your mind and allow your thoughts to flow freely. If you catch your focus drifting off course while inside your bubble, give yourself permission to step away from the ball to reset it. Once you've gotten your focus back on task, you'll be able to fully commit to the shot and hit it far better than if you proceeded while distracted. By actively compartmentalizing your focus in this manner, you'll not exhaust your mind and you'll prevent outside distractions from bleeding into your shot cycle. The sharper your focus, the better your shot. It's that simple. I hope this episode has left you feeling more empowered to sharpen your focus so you can hit better shots. To help you apply the three focus disciplines from this lesson, I've created a downloadable PDF cheat sheet that contains all the important highlights from the episode. To grab a copy, head on over to trainingfor-optimal-performance.com forward slash 005. And while you're there, leave me a comment and let me know what your biggest takeaway was from this lesson on focus. I'd love to hear from you. To quickly recap, 
The three focus disciplines you can use to sharpen your golf focus are number one, regaining control of your focus. Number two, training your mind to focus on the right parts of your game. And number three, maintaining good focus for 18 holes. You'll find the most success when you start with one focus discipline first. So of the three, decide where you're losing the most strokes or experiencing the most issues with your swing because of a change in your focus. And if you have any questions, let me know. I'm always here to help. Well, that's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in today. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider heading over to iTunes to rate this podcast or to leave me a review. It's the best way to support the podcast and to enable me to keep providing you with the actionable content you need to play great. And if you haven't subscribed to the She Talks Birdie podcast, what are you waiting for? That'll guarantee you won't miss a single juicy episode. I'll be back soon. Until next time, get out there and play great.